Perspective for Today is your Christ-centered resource for life's daily struggles. This podcast aims to build up, edify, and encourage you through biblical truth. I'm your host, Tony Perillo, and it is my pleasure to share God's will for you and for me. So settle in and let's see what God has in store for us today. Further insight is available at PerspectiveForToday.com. Hi, and welcome to this episode of Perspective for Today. This week is going to be a little different. We are going to take a look at the Book of Romans. The Book of Romans was written by Paul around 57 AD. Paul had never been to Rome, and he was currently in the city of Corinth, Greece. Corinth was a city that was prone to idol worship and sexual immorality. So when Paul wrote to the Romans about the sinfulness of this world and God's grace, he knew what he was talking about. The letter to the Romans stands as the clearest and most systematic presentation of Christian doctrine in all the scriptures. We won't be looking at Romans in its entirety, but rather we will be taking a bird's eye view so that we might get the overall flavor of this scripture. Paul opens Romans with his calling card. A better term would be his mission statement. His bold pronouncement leaves no doubt about his credentials. Romans 1.1 says, Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God. He starts out with Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus. In the New King James Version, the word bondservant is used, which is translated from the Greek word doulos, which means one who is subservient to and entirely at the disposal of his master. Paul had a servant's heart. He was at the beck and call of his master. Acts 9.15 says that Paul was a chosen vessel to bring the gospel to the kings, the Gentiles, and the Jews. Are we willing vessels for Christ? Do we truly have a servant's heart? Paul endured so much during his ministry. No matter what his situation was, he always put Christ first. Serving selflessly is what we should strive for. But in reality, many of us fall way short of our own expectations. That what's-in-it-for-me mentality can creep into our lives if we let it. We need to reevaluate our lives and see if we are living for the flesh or for the Master. Matthew 6.24 says, You cannot serve God in riches. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Jesus showed us how to be servants. His selflessness was made evident on the cross. Philippians 2, 5-11 says this, Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father." As a servant, Christ was humble, even to the point of death. 
As servants for Christ, all that we do should be done with that same humility. Pride has no place in a servant's heart. Philippians 2.3 says, Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. The next thing we read about Paul in verse 1 is that he was called to be an apostle. Now the word apostle means one who is sent by another to represent him and his authority. Although Paul was not with the original 12 apostles, his encounter with Christ and the calling on his life gave validity to his title, Apostle. Paul's reputation prior to his divine encounter preceded him. He was definitely not one to socialize with Christians. He despised and persecuted those who were in the way. After Paul's encounter with Christ on the road to Damascus, the Lord took his sight from him. Several days later, the Lord sent Ananias to Paul. Acts 9.13-16 says, But Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints at Jerusalem. And here he has the authority from the chief priests to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. After Paul's sight was restored, he was filled with the Holy Spirit and was baptized. He immediately started socializing with some of the disciples in Damascus. He then started preaching that Christ was the Son of God. When you came to the Lord, were you on fire for him? I mean, Paul regains his sight, is filled with the Holy Spirit, and then goes out and preaches Christ. I think it would be safe to say that most of us are not apostles, but we are disciples. A disciple is a follower of Christ. As disciples for Christ, we are called to proclaim the gospel. We're not called to wait until we've read the whole Bible, gone to theology school, or taken a course in persuasive communication. Paul didn't preach under his own power. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. We are to be like Paul and share the gospel as soon as we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, Romans 10.9. Matthew 28.19 says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. The last part of verse 1 says that Paul was set apart for the gospel of God. Once Paul had this calling on his life, he forsook his former life. He was truly a new creation. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are made new. When Paul said he was set apart, he was in fact saying that he was holy because that's what holy means, set apart. Nothing else mattered anymore. Nothing that is except bringing the gospel to the Gentiles. That is exactly how we should live our lives, set apart from the things of this world. We have to live in this world, but we don't have to conform to worldly standards. 1 John 2.15-16 says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride in possessions, is not from the Father, but is from the world. 
I'd like you to take this time to consider what your calling card is. Paul used that calling card in a lot of his writings. We need to be ready to let others know who we are and what we believe. We need to be bold and assured of who we are in Christ. I'd like to encourage you to write that statement out, not just off the top of your head, but from your heart. The following is my own personal calling card. I've committed it to memory, and I try to make it a part of who I am. My life purpose is to live my life for Christ and to worship Him daily. My walk with God will be reflected in my character and how I present myself to others. I will continue to serve Him with my God-given gifts. I will strengthen my bonds through fellowship and will share the God's Word whenever the opportunity presents itself. This is my life and my purpose. I'd like to thank you for listening today. Next week, we will continue on with our study of Romans. If you have any suggestions for further studies, please contact me at perspectivefortoday.com contact. Let's just go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day, for this time to meditate on your word. Lord, may we be willing servants, ready to proclaim the gospel to those that need to hear it. May we be set apart from this world and not look back to our sinful past. Father, may we truly know in our hearts who we are in Christ, and may we be ready to share our testimony with those that need to hear it. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to Perspective for Today, your source for positive and uplifting messages. Just remember, God has a plan, and you're a part of it. For more positive and insightful articles, please visit our website at PerspectiveForToday.com. Just remember, when you're at a loss, look to the cross. Have a blessed day every day, and we hope to see you soon.